Welcome to the Idaho Reports podcast. I'm producer Ruth Brown. Today I'm joined by Audrey Dutton of the Idaho Capital Sun to discuss a complaint about the newest member of the Central District Health's Board of Health, Dr. Ryan Cole. Thanks for joining me, Audrey. Thanks for having me. Central District Health covers Ada, Valley, Boise, and Elmore County, but this has kind of turned into a broader issue, I think, regarding misinformation and disinformation. But let's start with Dr. Cole specifically. His appointment to the board was a bit controversial, in part because longtime board member uh, Dr. Ted Epperly lost his seat on the board, and that came, of course, after Dr. Epperly was vocal about supporting some coronavirus restrictions, including uh, temporary mask mandates. Can you walk me through a little about why did Dr. Cole draw so much attention and uh, his interview and his appointment to the board? Well, he uh, he was been pretty active during the pandemic in um, testing for COVID-19. Early on, uh, he was doing antibody testing. um, And I reported on that. I talked with him about his decision to do antibody testing um, and how kind of he was held up on being able to do PCR testing at a time when we really needed local labs to be able to do it. Um, And then in the legislative session, in the last legislative session, uh, he was invited to speak uh, at the Capital Clarity presentation series, I guess, uh, by Lieutenant Governor. And so he went through a large number of pieces of either inaccurate or not proven um, pieces of information about COVID-19. And that kind of started the looking at Dr. Cole as a a figure (laughs) almost. Um, So when Dr. Epperly was uh, not asked to renew his term with Central District Health by the Ada County Commissioners, um, the Republican members, uh, it presented an opportunity for them to replace that board seat. And it's the only physician seat on the board. So there's only one doctor. Um, And they had several applicants. Uh, One of them was Dr. Sky Blue, who had applied previously and interviewed previously. um, And they had had chosen Raul Labrador um, instead of him and invited him to apply in the future. And so he did apply. And he is an epidemiologist and infectious disease uh, specialist. And then Cole, Dr. Cole also applied and he, uh, you know, talked about his experience running a business, running a lab. uh, And he also was pretty clear about, you know, he he really cares about people being able to make their own decisions. Um, They didn't talk in the interview for the seat about his stance on the COVID-19 vaccine, which is, uh, he's called it, um, he's referred to it as kill shots, uh, immune slaughter, um, needle rape, just a lot of things uh and and said that it's leading to more cancers um he has cited the absolutely debunked um rates of death from the vaccine um completely completely incorrect uh and so but his his you know kind of stance on it's your choice how you deal with this 
was what really got a lot of support. Um, and so the Ada County Republicans put out a call and asked people to write in their support for Dr. Cole. And then the Idaho 97 project uh, kind of followed suit on the other end saying everybody should write in in support of Dr. Blue. And they got thousands of email. And I read through a lot of them, uh, early the earlier ones, um, before the real real deluge came. And um, and a lot of them focused on the political stuff. Uh, even the ones in support of Dr. Blue, some of them talked about politics and um, how it shouldn't enter into the into the discussion about public health. Anyway, so that's where that's where the background is on the CDH board appointment. On Thursday, the Idaho Medical Association filed a complaint with the Idaho Board of Medicine against Dr. Cole. Uh, can you walk me through what the focus of that was? Well, it's not the first complaint that's been filed, but it um, it focused on an, the the fact that he's talked about, he's not only shared misinformation, but he's also talked publicly about treating patients with ivermectin and with other drugs. So he's told me that he treated patients with ivermectin and said that he had great success with it. Um, he's told the Idaho Statesman, and he's been uh, a he's been a doctor listed on a certain telehealth platform that essentially wink wink nudge nudge offers to um, give people untraditional <laughs> medications, I guess. Uh, to treat their COVID-19. I think it's important to note a couple of things here. Um, Dr. Cole is a pathologist. Uh, he's not an epidemiologist, nor is he a general practitioner. How abnormal is it for a pathologist to treat patients to prescribe any medications to patients, whether it be ivermectin or um, whatever the issue of the day is? Well, the... The American or the Idaho Medical Association that filed the complaint says it's outside of, you know, the realm that he should be practicing in, um, that he's not at the standard of practice that is required in Idaho. My conversations with other pathologists, pathologists don't see patients and they certainly don't see them for um, the kind of ailments that you typically go to a primary care doctor for. Um, or if you were severely ill to a hospital, that's a that's a, kind of a big piece of the conversation. It's also interesting to note that he specializes in dermatopathology, which is pathology of sk the skin. Um, so he has training in anatomical and clinical pathology, but his focus has been on on the skin. So, so he's a super specialist. Um, but his lab has know, has run other tests over the years, too. It's not just, just skin cancers and things like that. Sure. Uh, I'm going to also jump in here and just note for our listeners, the FDA has not authorized or approved ivermectin as a use to prevent or treat COVID-19 for humans or animals. And ivermectin traditionally is used in... Um, in humans at least, uh, for treating parasitic worms or head lice or uh, certain skin conditions, but under no circumstances should human use ivermectin that is uh, designed for livestock. Uh, the FDA's website has a lot more information about that for our listeners. 
Uh, now that the Idaho Board of Medicine has this complaint, they'll review it. What are some of the options that uh, they could pursue, Audrey? The uh, Idaho Board of Medicine has a kind of, um, you know, they have a process that they go through. So they'll review it. They typically would notify the person that it's directed against um, so that they can pull charts and so that the provider can, you know, explain maybe why something happened or or something like that. So they have an investigation kind of in in some situations. And then it goes to the disciplinary professional discipline committee, which is part of the Board of Medicine. So the discipline committee, they meet and they usually go through several different, you know, complaints and um and they either recommend dismissal or they can recommend informal action or they can recommend a formal action. Um, and so then the the full board of medicine will vote to adopt those suggestions or not. Complaints against uh, medical providers, whether they come from the medical association or an individual, uh, complaints against medical providers are exempt under state public records laws. How did you uh, find out about uh, this specific complaint and how can we move forward to learn more about this? Yeah, so that is a big carve out in our public records law. It's not only the complaints that are in a public record, it's everything. So the only piece that is a public record when someone files a complaint against a physician is the disciplinary action if it moves to a formal disciplinary action. A lot of times these are handled informally with education or a letter of concern or just dismissal. So we may eventually find out about those. I learned about this the way I think some other people did, which was from the Idaho Freedom Foundation blogging about it. They had received a copy um, somehow. And so they blogged about it I asked the Idaho Medical Association, could, could I please get a copy of this and see it? And they said, well, we hadn't wanted to make this public, but since it's been made public, yes, here's the full, the full complaint, which um, the Idaho Freedom Foundation did not include. So that's on in our story that's embedded in our story on the website. I also reported on the uh, executive director of the 97 project, um, his his complaint that he had filed um, because I had heard that they might have a complaint that they were filing. Like I've been asking people forever, like just tip me off to, <laughs> to literally anything that's happening related to COVID-19. So, um, so I'd heard that they might be planning that. And so they provided a copy when I asked if anyone, you know, if any of your listeners have filed a complaint or know of someone who has filed a complaint, please get in touch. Um, if you're willing to share it, please do. Regarding anything having to do with um, with COVID precautions or COVID treatments or misinformation, uh, because there's no other way for me to get that. So Dr. Cole has talked publicly about prescribing ivermectin, but I want to step back. I think uh, Dr. Cole can sometimes feel like just a Treasure Valley issue. But uh, the other day I heard a legislator mention uh, ivermectin, who's from the northern part of the state. What role has uh, misinformation and disinformation, whether it be about ivermectin or whatever conspiracy theory of the day, what role has that played in the pandemic? 
Ruth Brown, that is a big question. <laughs> um, so the bigger picture is it's affected everything, every piece of the pandemic, uh, response, prevention, um, people's willingness to seek care, how they treat doctors who are trying to save their lives. Um, and, you know, a kind of a, a smaller level with ivermectin even, it's just this, this microcosm of the pandemic. It's become political now. Um, not only that, there are clinical trials with ivermectin. And my understanding is that those clinical trials are having trouble now finding participants because it's become this charged issue. And um, so, and, and just to kind of clarify, the, all of the global basically health bodies, health authorities have said, don't use ivermectin except in a clinical trial, because that is a situation where it's really closely watched and closely controlled. Um, and they really want to find out, does this actually work or not? And the doctors I've talked with have said, if they can figure out that it works, absolutely, we will use it. The problem is that there's no evidence that it works. And the scant amount of evidence that exists is that it doesn't and it might actually cause harm. So um, but that, yeah, ivermectin is just one little tiny piece of this overall issue with misinformation and disinformation and people generally, I think the issue is people just don't know who to trust. Um, and a lot of actors are out there saying not literal actors, <laughs> a lot of stakeholders, I guess, are out there saying, don't listen to anyone else. They're lying to you. I'm telling you the truth. And if they say I'm lying, it's because I'm telling you the truth and they want you to believe their lies. And it's just, it's been, it's been an interesting um, 18 months of that. Agreed. I don't, I don't know how to fix it. Audrey, is there anything I haven't asked that you think your listeners should know? If you are trying to make a decision about your health, um, one of the local physicians said, treat every medical decision right now as as though it is life or death, because it is. It can be. So overwhelmingly, vaccination is the number one thing. But even if you're vaccinated, you should still mask, still be careful with uh, gatherings and things like that. Um, but if you're if you're, you know, confused about what's a trustworthy source or not, as, you know, reach out to your doctor, your primary care provider. If you don't have one, um, you can call one of the health departments uh, in your region and talk with them because they they read up on this stuff all the time. Um, and follow sources that are willing to admit when they're wrong is one of the tips that I've heard. And I think that's really, it's a really good one. So. Uh, overall, I mean, I think the misinformation thing is much bigger than just the pandemic, and, and I also don't know how to fix it. If any, anybody figures out a way, if you could let us all know. <laughs> Until then, I appreciate your time. Audrey Dutton from the Idaho Capital Sun, thanks for joining us today. Thank you so much. 
presentation of Idaho Reports on Idaho Public Television is made possible through the generous support of the Laura Moore Cunningham Foundation, committed to fulfilling the Moore and Bettis family legacy of building the great state of Idaho. By the Friends of Idaho Public Television and by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting.